victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Greetings, listeners. You have found the Horror Returns. And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out a review of a brand new horror movie and go back and find a classic work with similar themes. We, we do include spoilers for the new film, but we usually wait uh, till the end to do a spoiler alert. But tonight, uh, none of these are brand new, so... Uh, spoilers will be fair game throughout, so if you don't want to hear the spoilers for any of these particular films, uh, you'll know up front what we're getting into, and you can fast forward a little bit, but we are going to spoil. Uh, Santa other- wins! Ha! Fuck you. What's that? <laughs> I said Santa wins. <laughs> That's <a> spoiler. <laughs> hey, what, what's the other thing we may do from time to time, Philip? Oh, yeah. By the way, we may cuss a little bit, because uh, four little words happen in horror movies. Um including the elves in this one so uh that's gonna happen with us too <laughs> as i have demonstrated all right well i'm lance and with me as always uh, you guys all know brian and philip but tonight we got a we got a special guest coming all the way from the padded room podcast it's uh darian brock uh darian you want to let our uh, listeners know what you guys have been up to over there and how to find you and all that Oh, my God. It's nonstop sexual harassment. Once a week for about two hours a week. Um, I have to fight off my co-hosts on a regular basis. They can't keep their hands off me. Uh, It's the usual (laughs) horror news, reviews, and other nonsense that goes on over in the padded room. It's an honor and a pleasure, by the way, to be here on The Horror Returns with you guys. We're glad to have you, man. Thanks for coming on. Well, hashtag me too, man. Throw some accusations out there. I'm sure they'll stick and somebody will get fired. You know, nobody believes me when I accuse people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I believe you. Thanks, man. Well, listen, man, uh, congratulations on 300, number 300. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's been about uh, six years. I've been doing yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, – some. I, I guess, uh, as you know, uh, we have a mutual friend, the Nez. He's the one who Macnez. Yeah, Macnez. He's the first first one that told me about you guys and Oh, cool. Then it's kinda like every other podcast I'm listening to, they're talking about the padded room, the padded room, the padded you gotta check this out. You gotta check these guys out. So <laughs> I finally started listening. You got you guys have something you do called the Terror Dome. What's that all about? We do. What we do is we set up like a uh, sweet sixteen bracket. Usually takes about nine months out of the year, and we put all your favorite horror movie villains in the bracket have them fight each other, and then people write and call in every week to vote on who they think should win the fight. Yeah, that's a weekly thing. We, we did one uh, March Madness episode. We'll probably probably do one of those every year, but nothing, nothing as big as what you guys do. Oh, cool. 
All right. Well, hey, does speak- Darth Vader win every time? Oh fuck! Definitely. Famous yeah, <laughs> horror icon March Madness and fucking Darth Vader won, man. Oh man. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's that not happen? a bad thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, who who's really going to beat Darth Vader? Right. Freddy yeah. Krueger? No, I don't think Darth sleeps. So Luke, no. And he's not a bad guy. That's true. So he can't even be in the tournament, really. Exactly. Which means Darth Vader cannot be beaten. I don't All think right. he can. Well, there you have it. So, uh, one of the things we like to start out with, speaking of cool, Darian, is uh, what is what's the coolest thing you've seen you've seen or read this week? American Horror Story Cult. Have you guys watched any of this? Oh yeah, I love Cult. Oh, I'm, I'm not it, caught man. up. Yeah, you I'm, like it? I'm into. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm, I am in love with some killer clowns. Okay. And I think these ones are pretty fucking dope, dude. They're. Uh, they're not like the, the cheesy, wonky, you know, uh, big stupid shoes and squeaky noses. They're not those kind of clowns. These ones are terrifying. And for some goddamn reason, they got a couple of hot chicks in there wearing the clown makeup, stabbing people. I got right. a boner, and I'm kind of terrified at the same time. I don't know what to do, but I'm in love with the uh, the cult so far. Something weird going on there, man. I, I enjoyed the cult quite a bit, too. But you just uh, you are, you rewatched Roanoke, too, and I didn't fucking care for that one at all, dude. No. You know, here's 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 the thing about Roanoke, man. I'll be honest with you. When I watched it, when it first came out, I went week to week with the show. I was like, this is fucking nonsense. They got all this found footage crap they're trying to pull on us. They got Tasia Farmiga, my uh, would be celebrity girlfriend getting impaled. I can't have that. Right. I marathon that one once it came out on Blu-ray. It's a lot. I think it's a lot better when you just blast it all out, you know, you like call into work for a day or two and you just rock right through the whole season. I think you get a lot more watching it that way than you do week to week. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause it was only like 10 episodes, right? Or something like that. Yeah. It's 10 or 11. So it's not super long. I, I, I wasn't mad at that one. I'm, I'm not mad at this one either. I'm just not caught up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to be honest with you, I'm only about five episodes into Cult. Okay, but so oh, so okay. far I'm in love with it. Yeah, yeah. I was pissed off at the beginning because it was uh, like Brian was saying, like it was uh, like uh, what's her name was super fucking obnoxious for the first few episodes. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Paulson. Yeah, Sarah Paulson, boy, yeah. I was like, when is this bitch gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> But then, yeah, no, it's picking, it's picking up, and it's it's getting a little less political. Uh, and uh, I I haven't seen the past probably two ish episodes, uh, but I'm I'm excited to catch up with it. I just, well, what, what I'm digging about it is that it it gets more political. Sorry to cut you off, Brian. Uh, it's getting more political, but it's not really taking a side. It's kind of like mm-hmm. jabbing at both sides of the fence. Which I, yeah, I'm that's into. true. Yeah. Which I'm okay with, yeah. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Philip, is your cool of the week what I think it is? Uh, Cowboys? Dude, fucking Punisher, man! <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, no, I, uh, I, I, uh, well, yeah. I, I watched the first episode of The Punisher. I still have not got too into it, but, um, I, I like it so far. I mean, you know. Badass Frank Castle's uh, Frank Castle swinging a fucking sledgehammer is uh, is pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that's about as far as we've gotten so far. But <laughs> oh, I assume man. it's about as slow moving as the rest of them. Uh, and I definitely will watch it. I just okay. uh, you know need to find time to breathe. 
Oh man, uh, what about you, Brian? Uh, I checked oh, wait, out oh, that. Hold on. Did I cut Philip off? That wasn't your cool of the week then. Oh well, no, I. Uh, it was either that or Cowboys, or uh, I'm trying to run a Star Wars marathon before the new movie comes out. Um, so. I, you know, put it on for the kids and the wife. And the wife is actually watching it, and she's uh, sort of excited about it, which is probably my cool of the week. Uh, the kids, on the other hand, um, ignore me completely and ran into the other room. <laughs> so, that was fun. <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> um, I checked out that new Marvel show on Hulu, uh, Runaways. Ugh. Oh. Oh, how's that? I, I tapped out after the second episode. <laughs> oh, man. No, Not suck. so cool of the week. Um, uh, it's on I, I had high hopes for that one. Yeah, it. I mean, me personally, it's not for me. It it, it seems to be aimed at, at a more younger teenage crowd. Mm. And the just, just going through the first two episodes was just slow as shit. Like, nothing happened. And from what I told in the comic books, like the comic in the comics, it's just like boom, 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 stuff is happening. So, and um, uh, I think uh, Kevin was talking about it. I think he's on episode three or four, and I think he said nothing's happening by then. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll revisit it later, but right now it's it it it's slow. Mm-hmm. And, is that Kevin Nez you're talking about? Yes, world famous, international. Let me let me tell you something about Nez. He has a very high tolerance for shitty TV shows. <laughs> if he can't, if he can't, and movies, uh, yeah. He, he tried to get me to watch the uh, the MTV Scream. I was like, all right, if Nez says it's okay. I got like an episode and a half in, and I was like, what the fuck is Nez thinking with this? <laughs> if he ah. can't make it, dude. If he can't make it past four episodes, you know it's bad, right? Yeah. He told us to watch that one. I really was thinking about it too. Well, thank you for setting me straight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried with I tried with Scream. I, I probably I didn't even make it half an episode. Ouch! Wow, it's, it's bad. That's rough, guys. Uh, I tried to watch Scream Queens. That was awful. Right. <laughs> yeah, at least at least the at least the hot chick from American Horror Story Cult was in it. Yeah, true that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, you guys ever seen – I think you talked about this one uh, uh, last week or the week before, Brian, but any of you guys seen Creep 2 yet? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's definitely my cool of the week. Um, yeah? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. This Mark, Mark Duplass is just – this time it's a chick that comes on. I think the last time it was a guy that showed up that he put that ad, you know, come and video me or whatever and I'll pay you this much money. And then the the chick shows up and she's she's pretty good-looking chick and – it's like everything he suggests, she's just playing along with, and it's like it, it's you almost start thinking, is he really fucking with her? Is he really a killer? But yeah, he's really a killer. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, Mark Duplass is really uh, he's really good in in different roles. Do you guys see the movie where he was uh, the time traveler and he put an ad in the paper like, uh, "Who wants to help me build a time machine?" Or something oh, like that? Um, safety not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. You seen that one, Darian? I have not. It sounds amazing, though. I'm gonna yeah. have to check that one out. Good, good. Movie. It sounds familiar. That may have been one I watched on an inebriated night. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, really? Couldn't have yeah, happened, man. Could have happened. <laughs> but uh, yeah, creep too. Cool of the week for sure. 
A lot of fun. Very cool. All right, so I uh, guess that means uh, it's time for Horror Headlines, brought to you by Brian. Take it away, Brian. Let's see. Brian Fuller and Michael Green are out as American God showrunner. Ah. Oh, no. Don't like that. Wait, that's who did the first season, huh? Yeah. Why would you change what works? Um, I didn't really get a reason they left, but uh, what is said is they, they have written... Um, half of the season two episodes and uh, as of now there is no replacements named so oh that makes me sad yeah because I, yeah. I really enjoyed that first season yeah me too yeah what do you what are you thinking about that darian you did you watch uh, american gods i did i felt like i was on quaaludes while i was watching it <laughs> right yeah. It was it was the good kind of Quaaludes though, the kind that kept me wanting to watch the next episode of Quaaludes. Or American <laughs> Gods. <I mean. laughs> uh, let's see. Um, some more CBS Access news. Um, they've ordered uh, screenwriter Kevin Williamson's "Tell Me a Story," which is which will be a twisted spin on fairy tales. Huh. Um, yeah, they're trying to. Uh, yeah, they're trying to load up the CBS All Access. Right. Um, so, so something other than Star Trek? Yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, with the exception of this, uh, what was it? What did we talk about, Lance? Um, Twilight Zone. They're redoing that for CBS All Access, too. Yeah, that's right. Jordan Jordan Peele, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, so. I think they've got a comedy on that, like, Will Ferrell is the showrunner on or something like that. Is Am I, am I, am I right on that or am I way off? Because I have not heard about that. It's kind of like an R-rated 30-minute-a-week comedy. I don't know what it's called, but I, I heard that they, they drop a lot of F-bombs in it. Yeah, but I imagine Will Ferrell could be uh, kind of hit or miss. Is he in it, or is he just producing it? Uh, I think he may show up as a, as a guest from time to time, but I think he's mainly producing it. Okay. But he's a little wild, man. That guy's like a, a crazy comedy genius, <laughs> you know? Like... Sometimes people are not going to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Um, has anybody uh, checked out Mindhunter on Netflix? Uh, no, but I've heard good things. Haven't gotten around to it. Well, they have just been renewed for a second season, so. Uh, that was quicker than Stranger Things. Yeah, must be good, huh? Hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which also I just seen today. Uh, I thought it was official, but today it was official. Uh, Stranger Things season three has been greenlit. Oh yeah, so that one should that be one right into the ground. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I'll, I'll watch it into the ground. Yeah, I'll write it right with them. <laughs> and uh, not a lot of news. So um, last thing we're going to talk about is. Uh, uh, Maggie Grace, uh, actress who was previously on Lost, um, I think she also played uh, Liam Neeson's daughter in the, the Taken movies, the one yep. that kept, for some reason, getting uh, kidnapped over and over. That's the yeah. one. Um, really not aware of her surroundings. No, she is not. Um, a popular she, girl, I guess. Huh? Yeah, she's going <laughs> to need to be because uh, she is joining the upcoming season four of Fear of the Walking Dead, which oh. they... They've also announced. <laughs> they've also I'm announced who assume the, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> they've announced who the crossover character will be, and it will be Morgan. What? Oh, yes. 
I okay. I'm I'm confused. I thought they were going to take a character from from Fear the Walking Dead and project them into the future and have them meet up uh, with the with the other crew on on the East Coast because their timeline their timelines are totally off. How are they going to bring Morgan in? Is this like from the years he was lost or whatever before oh, he uh, met met up with Rick and, and everybody again or what? And he's I obviously have, been there from the beginning. So yeah, I have no idea. I'm still on season one. So maybe it's the reason he went all crazy. Uh, could be. Uh, but you know what? Um, <clears throat> Walking Dead is super polarizing. Uh, Darian, what do, what do you guys? Do you guys any any of y'all watch that still or what? Yeah, we did. Like, uh, I think I was the last one to give up. I gave up at the beginning of last season, right after the big Negan who's going to get killed reveal. Right. It's just too depressing, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Fuck, I got enough problems as it is without having to worry about these knuckleheads and their zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I got to say, okay, uh, that that may be my cool of the week is uh, Walking, Walking Dead. We're going to backtrack a little bit. Okay, uh, but God damn it, dude! If you cannot see the same mistakes that are happening over and over, then uh, you're gonna deserve to get your ass kicked by Negan because you should have done some shit about that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, and right now they're like, ah, oh, well, we have to be like you know humanized and not destroy these bad guys. Dude, how long have you lived in this world? Annihilate those motherfuckers and end this shit. That's what I say. I was on Team Shane at the beginning. Right. Yeah, me too. (laughs) The Punisher knows what the fuck he's doing. The Punisher would have fucked Negan right in the ass in front of his whole crew. (laughs) (laughs) And made them all watch. That's right. On that note, that is all the news. <laughs> all right. Well, fuck. Uh, so, uh, Darian, now you, you guys, uh, your podcast is out of, are you guys out of Vegas or what? We're out of Reno, Nevada. Reno. Do they have trailer parks up there? Oh, we are lousy with trailer parks, my friend. <laughs> all right. Well, then you should feel right at home because we're about to take a little trip down to the trailer park. Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? We are going to talk about Black Mirror Season 4, uh, starring Andrea Riseborough, Rosemary De- uh, DeWitt, and Jesse Plemons. Uh, of course, uh, anybody who's watched uh, Black, Black Mirror knows uh, there's multiple directors. Uh, this this season's going to feature Jodie Foster, um, David Slade. Which um, we just uh, you, you talked about one of his movies recently, uh, Lance. Uh, he directed Hard Candy. Oh no shit! I, yes. I thought it'd be good. Okay. And uh, one of the other directors that are going to be featured on this season is uh, Toby Haynes, who's done a lot of work with uh, Doctor Who and uh, the Sherlock series with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. All right. So. Uh, um, Lance, why don't you uh, lead us off? Because uh, you're the one that put me onto this show. So, oh man, I, I fucking love Black Mirror. I've um, I don't think there's been one. So I really like the format because you've always got a different story and you've got different people telling it. And I like the fact that it's not just a rip off of like the Twilight Zone or something. And it's actually mm-hmm. it focuses on technology. And to me, it's a lot more realistic. I think some of the things that can happen. It's not like. Uh, 
you know, ghosts or Bigfoot or something like that. It's it, it it's actual technology that we're using now just kind of gone out of control. I'm a huge fan of Black Mirror. I can't fucking wait. Uh, Darian, you, you seen any of them? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call this a horror anthology per se, but it's definitely got some very scary elements to it, I'd say. Yeah, fair enough. Philip. Yeah, I think uh, I think the 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 title of the show nails it. Black Mirror, you know, like it's 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 a mirror of our society. It's blackened. Color our I, color our world blackened, huh? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, Metallica style. I'm wearing a Metallica shirt right now. But uh, <laughs> no, I I really love this show, uh, and I really loved. Um, at least the uh, the trailer that showed uh, more about that that one particular episode, the uh, like the control episode with your kids, yeah. um, the one that showed kind of an overview of everything. I didn't really get, but uh, I, re- I really liked that one. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Okay. No set premiere date, but it's uh, supposed to be pre- uh, premiering on Netflix early 2018. Oh, God damn it! Because I keep. I keep going to Netflix and clicking on it just in case. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. did I miss maybe I the did, next I season? <laughs> because I know it's not here. <laughs> okay. Um, our next trailer we're going to talk about is Inoperable, starring one of my scream queens, uh, Daniel Harris, directed by Christopher Lawrence Chapman. What did you guys think of Inoperable? Guys? Ah. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's here's the thing, uh, guys. You'll probably agree with me. We all love Danielle Harris. She's screaming hot. But if you ju- if you follow her career trajectory post Rob Zombie's Halloween, eh, maybe uh, maybe maybe not so great, huh? Right. Yeah. That's that's the same noise I made. <laughs> eh, maybe I don't know. I mean, what do you got? You got that laid to rest sequel. That one wasn't that great. Okay. Um, a host of weird, like uh, Robert England movies, right? Eh, I don't know, man. This, I mean, this one doesn't look as bad as some of her other ones, but it doesn't look that great either. Doesn't look that great. Uh, the the blonde had some great jugs, man. Yeah, I like that part. <laughs> uh, you couldn't uh, really tell what was going on, though. I mean, it looked uh, it looked creepy ish, but uh, you know, I mean, it's a trailer. So I guess they're trying to they're trying to tease you a little bit, but they did, they didn't make me want to see the movie. Me neither. Yeah, I, um, I was confused. Yeah, uh, we got a release date of today. December <laughs> okay. Oh, good. perfect. You can't. Perfect. There you have it. <laughs> um, on to our biggest trailer, and yes, Lance, more superhero shit. Hails to the yeah. Avengers: Infinity War. Starring everyone, directed by the Russo brothers. Um, I'm gonna just say this is probably gonna be one of my most anticipated movies for next year. Uh, uh, I know what I that means. Yes, yes. Ah, <laughs> damn it! All right, cool. <laughs> the superhero returns. Huh? Is that our new podcast name? <laughs> That's our that's our side that's our side show, okay. the superhero show into, into uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Man, it's insane. Right? It looks like it's on crack. No shit. <laughs> like, 
if Superman became a bad guy and then started taking crazy super steroids, Love that would it. be Thanos. <laughs> and for some reason, he looks like he just got out of prison too, which makes him even bigger of a bad. Guy. Know, right? Uh, he he just like shows up like he's like I'm back, bitches. <laughs> like um, where were you? Like in a the first place? Fucking brick wall um, coming at you. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. I I was pretty excited when I saw uh, Spidey, and uh, I guess he was riding in a bus, and his hair stood up on his arm, and I thought, oh, there, there's that mm-hmm. Spidey sense from the cartoons. Yeah, he's uh, got Spidey sense, everyone, so shut up about him not having <laughs> it in the movie. Right. And a kick-ass new costume. Yep. Yeah, it looked good. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. I'm yeah. What did, you, what did you guys think about uh, Beardy uh, Captain America? Of it. <laughs> no CGI there, huh? Oh, no CGI. But, yeah, they were like, let's take out the, the mustache with CGI from Superman, and then we'll give Captain America a full fucking beard. <laughs> Did you guys see, um, I guess, because uh, you get Chris Pratt in the Guardians at the end. Somebody had uh, photoshopped uh, Superman's, uh, I guess, his mouth without the mustache. Oh, no. Chris, Chris Pratt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, because he's Chris Pratt's got a mustache in the movie, so somebody oh, like Photoshop. Wow. Oh boy, that's <laughs> awesome! Just as crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think most of us are uh, looking forward to this. Um, got a release date of May fourth. Yeah, uh, hey, so it. far Marvel can do no wrong. Yep. I agree. Yeah. We'll all be there. Uh, Who am I kidding? Uh, that is our last trailer. Yep. All right, so uh, last week we had a special show with an interview, and I don't think we got around to listener feedback, Philip. so do we... Uh... We asked the group, what's your favorite Christmas-themed horror movie? Uh, so Darren Wilson says, Better Watch Out uh, has made the rotation of Christmas movies. I plan to watch every Christmas season. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, still, I still need to see that. Have you seen that one, Darian? I have not. Yeah, Brian, Brian you sold me on it, man. Yep, I'm definitely checking it out. Or not checking it out. It's coming on Blu-ray. Uh, th- I think this week coming up. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely adding it to the collection. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Art Cali finally saw one that I want to see. Uh, Krampus. Uh, he says, "I think I'm adding it to the Christmas rotation from here on out." Wow, it's a pretty good one. Is it? I, w- yeah. I really want to watch it. More of a horror comedy, I'd say, but still. Well. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, Christmas horror, horror comedy kind of goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beatrix Harper says, uh, I'm going to take the road to predictive. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Predictableville. <laughs> there you go. Predictableville. And uh, and choose Black Christmas, the original. However, the remake is is actually far more respectable than the people give it credit for. Uh, it was such a shame that the studios had little confidence in the clearly competent filmmakers who really strove to pay respect to the original film, but were still gutsy enough to play their own spin on the mythos, namely with Billy. That was detailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've checked that out. I, I've actually, uh, I, I just saw, this is the first time I've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, and I've never seen Black Christmas. I've never seen Black Christmas either. I kind of got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Regarding the 976 Evil DVD, 
Patrick Lear says, I'm a winner. Thanks. <laughs> of course, of course it'd be Patrick. Guys. Of course it'd be Patrick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. You should, yeah. like, not even be able to win. <laughs> feels, like the, feels like the fix is in, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, let's see. Hashtag people really win. Hashtag the horror return. People really win. Patrick, come on. (laughs) Uh, regarding the trailer for Rampage, he also said, uh, King Kong ain't got nothing on the rock. Well, that that movie looks insane, does it not? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Me too. I, I hate to, to jump on the bandwagon of a movie based on a video game, but that shit looks gnarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Big ass fucking white white King Kong and then the rock. A 30 foot wolf pulling yeah. helis- helicopters out of the sky? Are you serious? <laughs> Dude, I'll watch it. I'm in. Yeah. I'm we, in. we will be. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, brand new group member, uh, Perry Mia Stockard, says thank you for adding me. All right. Thanks for joining. Uh, Arika Wally says, uh, haven't had your fix of killer clowns? Then grab your hashtag Kindle or hashtag paperback copy of Carnival available now on hashtag Amazon. <laughs> Our, I, I don't even know how to say this. Relic <laughs> will get under your skin. Yeah, I'm guessing that's the name of her clown in the in the in the book. I, she's she's added quite a bit to the uh, to the book to the group. I've noticed, and I know mm-hmm. she's got a couple of books out. I'm, I guess I'm kind of the reader of the group here, so I got to check a couple of these out for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Regarding the new Avengers Infinity War trailer, Here we uh, go. Carl McCall- <laughs> <laughs> Lance, you don't sound excited, man. <laughs> nah, come on, man. We'll see it. We'll see it. Says uh, Carl McCullough says uh, this is how you build a connected universe. By last count, in less than twelve hours, this trailer has been watched by almost as many people as the Justice League trailer in its entire span. This is because they took the time to build characters we cared about, uh, in parentheses, or at least were familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and equally as important, planned where they were going to, at least back in 2012, which is when Thanos was revealed. Although he was a slightly different color. Uh, and with easily the best Marvel directors at the helm... Uh, Winter Soldier is still my favorite. That was also in parentheses. Uh, I anticipate this will be a treat for us rather than a, quote, step in the right direction. Or <laughs> a little, little poke at Justice League review there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> or, or, quote, at least it's not as bad as, end quote. <laughs> Those are all valid points, really. Yeah. yeah no, fair I, enough. I, I agree with every bit of that. Like I, I, I wish I had written it. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. You're awesome. Um, Patrick Lear uh, again also says uh, awesome, but I have to wonder why the Hulk Buster armor uh, looks like it has Caesar from the Planet of the Apes in it. 
I'm not. Maybe it's a Holy crossover. Shit. He's right. I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even me think too. of that. But he's he's nuts on with that one. Maybe it is Caesar. I'm not mad That'd at that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Jack Falvey says uh, because maybe someone other than Tony Stark is in the armor. Ah. Dun, dun, dun. Could be Caesar. Could be Caesar. <laughs> Uh, Jay Black says, uh, I finally caught up with Discovery uh, and have a theory on why it's so different. They are in a different reality. They mentioned they can jump between now and the final scene and uh, maybe that they flipped over to the known Trek verse. Uh, it would make more sense. And I think it's more in line with the original and not movie version of the Enterprise that was mentioned. <coughs> In the movie timeline, the Enterprise does not ship off until Kirk does, and this is supposed to be 10 to 12 years before that. That was way nerded out. <laughs> Jay's putting a lot of thought into this one, huh? Yeah, man. I need to I, – I, well, I'm not totally caught up with Discovery yet, uh, but I'm liking it so far. I still need to go back and check out the, the rest of them, but I wouldn't have caught – any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's inter- interesting theory, Jay. But I, I think you're way off base, man. But we'll, you know, we'll see. It'll play out. You know, the I guess it's going to come back in in a month or so. Uh, Darren, you into any uh, Star Trek at all? I am not a, uh, a Star Trek guy. No. Okay. Yeah. That is my so. last. That's like my last bastion of coolness. Is right. when people start talking about Star Trek, I can be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a uh, two Trek, I've got two Trek tattoos, man. Oh, <laughs> Probably God getting damn. another one in March. <laughs> so, so there you have it. Hey, I'll come with you in March. Not, right. not, not, not for Trek, Trek though. Huh? No, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, King Kong from Rampage, huh? That's it. That's the one. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Final Fantasy tattoo. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> wow! That? Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> uh, regarding murder on the Orient Express, uh, Eddie Ramirez says, "Fuck that movie." <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, that's the best bit of listener feedback that we've ever had. <laughs> Straight to the point, huh? Uh, regarding Brian's idea to do a Wish Upon episode, <laughs> of course, Kevin Nez says, fuck yeah, I'll be on that show. <laughs> God, that guy. <laughs> I don't understand him, man. He likes bad movies. <laughs> I, I, am, I am 100% ready to argue against him. I got, I don't know why it was on sale for Black Friday. I got my, uh, director's unrated cut oh, no. of the movie <laughs> i still expect to be disappointed oh no but it's but, the director's uh, cut it could be totally different you don't know yeah maybe the bye man will show up oh, <laughs> that would make it way better i would love to see that yes maybe in that if he does show up maybe they'll explain something about him that the movie didn't <laughs> Uh, let's see. Gary Hill says, uh, I haven't seen Justice League yet, but Mystery Men wins. Uh, <laughs> I'm not mad at you. There you have it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's it for listener feedback this week. And that was, uh, probably two weeks worth. 
Uh, thanks to everybody who reaches out. So we, we love the feedback. As always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or you can go on iTunes and leave a review, uh, which is what we like the best. Uh, you could get some sort of prize in the future for that, right? We did a t-shirt thing in the past. Uh, we love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. All right, badass. Well, uh, so Darian, did you get a chance to see all three of the the movies tonight? I certainly did. I did my homework today, boys. Cool. All right, so that means uh, now it's time for our featured attractions. And uh, this week, there's there's no there's uh, (laughs) nothing like horror for the holidays. Pretty bad. All right, we talk about Red Christmas, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and a Christmas horror story. Uh, so we'll cover Red Christmas uh, first, get some trivia. Director and writer was uh, Craig Anderson. He's also known for the Australian TV shows called Black Comedy and How Not to Behave. Never never heard of them before this, guys. Uh, so pieces, parts of trivia here. The placenta that was shown at the end of the movie uh, is real. Wow. It's kind of gnarly. Wait, where did they, they find a placenta? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure I want to know the answer to that. That's a good point. (laughs) All right, this is is something I wasn't expecting. The making of Red Christmas was documented in a full feature-length documentary called Horror Movie, A Low-Budget Nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound good at all. (laughs) I might have to check that one out. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking, even though this one I missed, guys. The story on this one is actually rented it on uh, iTunes paid the six bucks to rent it or whatever and you get 30 days to watch it and i didn't i didn't fucking get to it in time so wow. uh, I'll, I'll be talking about this one but um one of our traditions darian is is uh if you wish we we uh we always encourage our our guests to go first talking about the movie so uh would you like sure. to go first on this one sir yeah yeah um i'm not Furious at this one. I do have a couple of problems with it, though. My first and probably biggest problem is with Cletus. What the fuck? You, this dude shows up on uh, Christmas Day wearing a black robe and bandages over his over his face. Yeah, come on in. Holy <laughs> shit! Come on, come on in, you weirdo. It's a Christmas oh, season. Like, Your name is Cletus. Why yeah, the fuck not? The best, the best part is as they're letting him in, one of them says, "Hey, that guy smells like piss." Oh, no. Come on in. Come on in, stranger in a black robe. Bullshit. (laughs) That was my that's probably my biggest problem to start with. Um, I I like Dee Wallace. She's, of course, like horror royalty. So you can't really talk bad about her. I don't I didn't quite understand what I know. I know we normally don't do spoilers, but let me just clarify something here, because I'm not 100 percent sure I got this. So. What we're going to say is that Cletus was the son of Dee Wallace, who okay. she attempted to abort, but at the same at, during the abortion, the uh, clinic exploded. Is that what happened? Yes. Okay, and that for some reason turns him into the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have no fucking idea, boys. I have no idea what the Cletus what Cletus's problem is. There were un- the the upside here is that there were some very cool and imaginative kills. Uh, yeah. I like the use of an anchor. I don't think we've seen that before, have we? No. Uh-huh. And what the fuck? I can remember. Now that I think about it, what the hell is she doing with an anchor to begin with? Is her house going to float away and she needs to weigh it down? I don't think so. 
So that's kind of strange. Um, it's decor, you know, man. Oh, sure. Yeah, but it's like a fully functional <laughs> anchor. <laughs> what, she's going to get out and move it every now and then? I don't think so. Uh, the other thing is that uh, the use of an umbrella. umbrella. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought they laid it on a little thick with the priest. Did you guys get that at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just a, a little too. He's watching them have sex at the beginning, and you're thinking, okay, I know what, what your problem is, you nutsack. <laughs> but then he's like, probably every, that he's a priest. Well, yeah. But then he wants to pray all the time, and his uh, nutbag wife is joining him while there's a killer in your house. Get off your knees and grab a weapon, you meatball. Those are the major <laughs> problems I had. What did you guys think of this one? I have a, I have a quick qu- question. Is, um, I think we might as well just get in a little bit of spoilers. Is Cletus, for someone that has trouble moving around, does he have super strength? Because he is full on chopping people in half with one swing. He's the toxic Avenger, Brian. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, D. Wallace, I thought she was great in this. You know, uh, you know, when we got towards the end, you know, she was she was starting to you know kick some ass. Mm -hmm. She was a. out of everybody in this entire house, she seemed to be the only one taking the initiative to to do something. Um, it did start a little slow for me, but uh, once we got into the, for some reason, inviting Cletus into the house, who has no idea what Christmas or presents is, and this does not <laughs> seem to alarm anybody really to get him out of the house. Um, I did I did appreciate the the, the practical effects though. Um, I'm I'm pretty big on practical effects. I'm not really big into when they use a lot of CG and digital blood, and that was a that was a nice uh, change of pace for for a lot of horror movies. Um, but overall, it, it just I don't know. I didn't I didn't understand the story, what was going on, and this kind of kind of missed missed on some notes for me. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was campy and dumb, and uh, you know, if you're a homeless dude named Cletus, maybe don't dress creepy and smell like piss. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, if D. Wallace is your uh, is your is your headliner, um, no offense to D. Wallace, but I, you know, I, I what year are we in? It's that 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 kind of because I love her. I love her. We've we've done an interview with her and she's great, Um, but she probably should not be the headliner on this movie. Uh, Where did did this movie take place? I want to say Australia. Okay, the cast was confusing me. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was uh, like it was it was campy and fun, but I, I think it kind of missed the mark. <laughs> I think we're ready for. And scores. now an awkward yeah. silence. <laughs> that was it. As we remember that Lance did not watch this movie. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is somebody else going to talk? Did I lose everybody? I think nope. that I think that's how much this movie missed the mark for us. Just, that was that was the end of it. Awkward silence. I, I agree. <laughs> Uh, Darian, uh, you want to? Uh, we usually uh, go from one to ten. So, do you want to give your score for this one? Oh, I'm gonna give this a solid four. I think. Um, 
Like okay. you said, Brian, the uh, the special effects are pretty good. I like that. There's some obvious writing flaws that you know I can normally see around in a horror movie. This one laid them on a little bit thick. I think I'm going to have to go with a four on this bad guy. Okay. Oh, um, not too bad. Could be a lot worse. Could yeah. be. I've definitely seen worse. Oh, yeah. Definitely could be a lot worse. <laughs> um, I, I did like I, – I think I did like D. Wallace a little bit better than you guys. So with that and the, the practical effects, I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say, um, you know, D. Wallace was awesome. Um, that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the guy's name was Cletus, so I got to give him a point for that because that's funny. <laughs> so, oh, uh, four. Four, okay. Yeah. So, basically, you guys are telling me I didn't miss too much. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. No. Maybe the documentary will be better. All right. So, uh, moving on, it's uh, 1984's uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And uh, this is one I've, I've heard about my whole life and, and finally got around to seeing because of you guys. So, um, we'll see if I'm, if I'm happy about that or not here in a little bit. But... Uh, Director is Charles E. Sellier Jr., also known for snowballing and the Annihilators. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> snowballing, man. Have you, have you guys ever seen that? That's a that's a cheesy. Um, lots of tits. Lots I, of, I saw the uh, the X videos version of that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty good actually. There's some. We're gonna to not go into that because it sounds. <laughs> Nah, this is a ski resort hijinks comedy, hard R-rated uh, 80s. Are, are you sure? Well, that sounds exactly fun like the one that I watched. I, I've, I've seen Clerks, and they, they describe what snowballing was. Yes. <laughs> it had nothing to do with actual snow. I think I got this one confused, huh? <laughs> All right, writers were uh, Paul Kaimi and Michael Hickey. Also known for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two, and not much else. <laughs> well, so guys, not, yeah. uh, it's not adding up to much here so far from the credentials, but uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, this this movie actually opened the same exact weekend as A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, and oh, and, and, and it and it was playing in more than twice as many theaters as Nightmare. Wow. Uh, to protest the film, critic Gene Siskel read out loud the names of all the companies that own distributor TriStar Pictures on his and, e- and uh, Roger Ebert's television show. And then, and then he proceeded to say, shame on you. Shame Ooh. on you. <laughs> <laughs> Was he, he ringing also, a bell? He also, <laughs> shame. Queen <laughs> He, uh, he also called out the writer, director, and producer and said, you people have nothing to be proud of. Uh, <laughs> wow. In one of, those, in one of those ironic turns of events, uh, Mickey Rooney, one of the most vocal detractors of the film in 1984, surprised people when he started Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, a paycheck. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, the toy maker. A leaving, paycheck. Leaving some to call him the hypocrite. <laughs> So, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Darian, what you thinking, man? Oh, this one holds a special place in my heart. It actually had uh, quite a bit to do with the sexual awakening I went through as a young man. Yeah. Uh, quite a few naked breasts, a little oh, bit yes. with the rapey, but that's okay. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <Right>. <clears throat> Damn it. 
not a bad show at all. It's got the, the it's a little slow in the beginning when, when we're getting into this guy's childhood and all that shit. But right. once we get into Slasher Town, it picks right up. Um, you got a young, supple Linnea Quigley in there about to get down on a pool table, and I am in favor mm-hmm. of that. Oh, uh, yes. The, the only thing about Linnea, though, and maybe you guys will agree with me, I feel like she actually suffered with the advent of Blu-ray and HDTV. Yes. Now, back in the day, we used to watch these things on VHS and late-night cable on the old picture tubes, and she was like a perfect 10. But you look mm-hmm. at her now, and you get all the pock marks and the yellow teeth, and you're like, wait a minute. I used to beat off to this, and now I can't do it anymore because she's fucking ugly all of a sudden. I still think it's a pretty oh. good movie. <laughs> It's all about attitude. Brutal, man. I'm just saying. I think that, uh, I mean, just for nostalgia's sake, I could probably still beat off to her, but I'm not going to because I hold myself to a higher standard. Now, that being said, I think this is still a pretty good movie. It's got some pretty good slasher pacings and some really cool kills, if you ask me. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever seen anybody impaled on deer antlers before, have we? Uh, This may be a first. I can't think of another movie with that. Uh, Lost, Lost Boys. Ah, shit, you're right. Oh, okay. I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely All right, leave right it to Brian. Brian. Well, Linnea Quigley is hotter than, um, what's his name there, Max from The Lost Boys. So I'm going to give this one the edge on that little confrontation. So I think this is a pretty good show. Um, if you really need yourself a Christmas slasher, I don't think you can do any better than this one. What did you guys think of Silent Night, Deadly Night? Man, I, I can't believe I hadn't seen this movie before. I fucking loved it. <laughs> right? This was, yeah, this has everything you would possibly want in a Christmas horror movie. You've got you've got the mother the fucking mother superior and all the nuns there taking care of the the boy that went through the trauma when he was young. You you talk about the rapey part at the beginning. Like you oh, said, yeah. who, well, who cares? We saw our tits, you know. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's kind of like secondary, right? Exactly, uh, but man, I'll tell you what. What really won me over is when uh, is when you had that scene where uh, the toy, the guy in the toy store says, uh, "Ah, no, fuck it. I don't want. I don't want to hire these little punk kids that you got. No, I don't need any kids running around here." Oh, okay. So you couldn't use somebody that could lift boxes and all this, and then it shows Billy, and it like slowly goes up his body. <laughs> it shows this uh, this uh, fucking blonde, perfect. Kind of like one of the bullies from uh, uh, from Revenge of the Nerds or something here. <laughs> and then uh, immediately after that, you go into this fucking phenomenal, cheesy 80s music montage with him lifting yes. a little kid up to grab something in the toy store and yes. smiling and just doing everything right. And then man, uh, after man, the party, did they, did Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead, man. Uh, I was just going to say, man, did they set him up to fail in this movie? A man that has this kind of phobia for Santa Claus, and you get him a job at a toy store? At a toy store. Who has a phobia of Santa Claus? That's not a thing. Uh, For Billy, it it was. Right? Santa Claus fucked his mom, man, and killed his family. (laughs) Well, I guess so. Not to mention crazy grandpa. Yeah, how could I forget the grandpa at the beginning, man? That was fake. Actually, as soon as I saw that, I knew I was going to be all in on this movie. Guys. Oh, yeah. He comes what? out of his coma just long enough to freak everybody out and then lapses right back into it. Oh, I love man. it. man. <laughs> such, a, such a great 80s cheesy fucking horror movie. Uh, Brian, what are, you, what are you thinking, man? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, 
it's been a while since I've seen it. And this movie definitely dates itself because you got, you know, you got babies not in car seats riding around and <laughs> yeah. Climb, climbing along the back of the car and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Good time. And of course, you already brought up the, the music montage of him uh, carrying boxes and got to have that during the 80s. But another movie, just like Cletus, Billy also has super strength in this movie because he is lifting people up with one hand. And it is fucking crazy. And let me let me just say, Billy as Santa Claus is creepy as shit. I don't I don't <laughs> oh, yeah. understand how these parents are standing there talking about he is really good with kids, and he's got this little girl on his lap, and he's just he's got that weird kind of stop stop being naughty, you know. And <laughs> it's just completely Bunish, fine with everybody. <laughs> but overall. But overall, I thought I thought it was a fun fun slasher movie. It's definitely a classic. Um, I did get it confused though with the second one, who uh, has that famous line about Garbage Day. I don't know if you guys ever seen the memes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But um, overall, I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh I. I I I Uh-oh. I may have watched the wrong movie. Uh, no, yeah, like seventy five percent of the way through this movie, I was like, right? man, Linda Hamilton is awesome. Yes, you, I don't know you why said, we're watching this World War Two thing. There's you said Linda Hamilton. Like, you said yeah. Linda Hamilton, and I, I immediately went to Wikipedia because I thought I missed her in the movie. Right. Silent Night, apparently. Uh, not not what I typed in, but uh, that's what popped up. And uh, yeah, man. So uh, I, had I a watched your panic attack when you yeah. started typing that. I was like, oh, well, fuck. how much time no. do I have? I, I promise <laughs> right? you, if, if anybody's wrong, it's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I watched the TV movie Silent Night, and uh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give a separate review of that one. It was uh, right. a think piece. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a World War II thing with Linda Hamilton. She was German uh, oh, with wow. the Nazis, and uh, <laughs> and it was uh, it was actually really good. And I was like, "How have I never seen this movie before?" Uh, uh, so if you've never seen Silent Night with Linda <laughs> Hamilton, worth checking out. Has nothing to do with this podcast, but uh, <laughs> that's what it is. That's that's my review of this movie. All right. <laughs> There you have it. You, uh, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Are you ready to ready to go into go into scores? I think we're ready for scores. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say Linda Hamilton deserves a seven out of ten. All right. Wow. <laughs> for a movie that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Silent Night. I'm looking it up right now. Silent Night. It's a TV movie from 2002. TV movie, even. Yeah. Man, well, got I know it. that makes it sound worse. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darian? Yeah, I'm going to come in at a 7 on this one. Nice, uh, Like nice. I said, this one is uh, a little nostalgic for me, and uh, it's got some pretty good kills, some pretty good spe- uh, practical effects. A little slow in the beginning. I'm taking points off for that, but other than that, it's a solid Christmas holiday slasher. I'm going 7. Oh, man. Bad, badass, dude. I'm a... Uh... Sometimes I'm known around here as as, as the uh, the curmudgeon that gives the bad scores on movies, but every once in a while, one of them uh, one of them uh, I really enjoy, man, get a lot out of. 
I think this is going to have to be one that I'm going to watch every Christmas over and over again. I actually purchased this one on iTunes because it was only like a dollar or two more to buy it. And I'm fucking glad nice. I did. Uh, I, yeah. give, I give this a solid 8 on 10, man. Um, cool. Like I said, it's got everything you would possibly want. Because it starts out with the with the story of his childhood. Then he's stuck in a fucking orphanage with these crazy fucking psychotic uh, nuns. Then he's in a goddamn toy store. Then Santa Claus calls in sick and he has to actually play Santa. If all that wasn't enough for you, after he fucking kills everybody in the toy store, he goes out and starts terrorizing the houses in the fucking neighborhood. It's got everything <laughs> I wanted in a Christmas slasher. I love this movie. Um, I'm going to meet you guys right in the middle. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Um, definitely a classic for everything you guys said, plain and simple. Uh, seven and a half out of ten. Awesome. So safe to say, uh, boys, we all highly recommend uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Absolutely. And, if and time, Silent Night. If time allows. <laughs> and Silent Night. I need to check this one out. <laughs> all right. So uh, we'll move on to our final uh, movie of the evening. It's called A Christmas Horror Story. This one's available on Netflix. Director's uh, Grant Harvey. Uh, he's an, he's known for uh, Orphan Black, the TV show. Uh, Steve Hoban, also known for producing the cult the cult favorite Ginger Snaps. Uh, good looking young werewolf chicks coming into their own. I know we've all seen that one, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it, but I've definitely heard of it. Uh, it's a cult classic, man. You got to yeah, check it out. I know. Sequels, not so much, but yeah, Ginger Snaps is a great movie. And there's 27 sequels, so. And uh, Brett Sullivan, also also known for Orphan Black, and also the newer show Winona Earp. Ha! My mom told me to check that out. Is that bad? Uh, Winona Earp. <laughs> yeah. I had it in my my Netflix queue for the longest time, but I, I, it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. Brian or uh, Darian, you guys seen it? I have not, but I make it a point not to listen to anything my mom says when it comes to movies or TV shows or anything. So, well, you would think my <laughs> yeah. my mom no, is a, a a little obsessive over the Sci Fi Network, which oh, see, right. that's a bad sign right there. It's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> that, but, that's a bad hey, thing, dude. I'll go right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the writer the writers here are uh, James Key, Sarah Larson, Doug Taylor, and Pascal Trottier. Never really heard of any of them. I don't know if you guys have. Negative. Uh, Shatner's mug features a picture of Cuddle Cat from episode six of a TV show called Darknet, written by James Key, who also wrote the Krampus in the Woods storyline of this movie. Uh, <laughs> this was actually retitled. <laughs> here's that political correctness, boys. Retitled a holiday horror story. <laughs> oh, God. Wal- uh, U.S. Walmart stores. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but the title change is only, only made for the outside slipcover, and the actual film is exactly the same, you know, so fucking figure that shit out. Uh, uh, there you go. And, of course, during the closing credits, it was stated that no elves were harmed in the making of this film. Says you. I saw some oh, other folks get their heads cut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, Darian, our, our, our esteemed guest. What do you think, man? I like it. This feels like a uh, like a, a Christmas version of Trick or Treat. I felt like this is an anthology oh, yeah. film. It's all it's all chopped up and kind of Tarantino together, so that mm-hmm. they weave in and out of each other. I'm a big fan of that. 
I yep. think it was done well. As in uh, most anthology pieces, you'll have good parts and be- or good vignettes and bad vignettes. Uh, I think in this one, my favorite was probably the uh, <clears throat> the family having to deal with Krampus out in the woods. Oh. Mm-hmm. My least favorite was probably the changeling thing. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah, that one, they, they laid it on a little thick with the kid. Yeah, a little bit. Because, I mean, as soon as he comes out of the tree, you're like, there's something fucking wrong with that guy <laughs> all of a sudden. But, the I mean, like. Creepy kid, though. Yeah, he did, but he stabbed his dad in the hand with the fork, and they're trying right. to, like, the mom is like, oh, no, it's your fault. You go, get out of here. <laughs> uh, you, uh, most kids don't stab their parents with forks, I'm just saying. Unless, that you was... know, you... Yeah, I'll get that. I, That's just my, my opinion. <laughs> I wasn't that mad at the uh, the found footage thing where they were trying to film down in the basement, uh, and they uh, got all I, horny all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I hated that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. not my favorite. Didn't make a lot of sense, but that's fine. I'm I'm a big fan of the the weaving of the the stories in and out of this one. I like this one a lot. What did you guys think, Philip? Philip. Um. Yeah. I. I. That was probably my least favorite. Was the uh, the the basement getting turned on with the teenagers thing? Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was. It was kind of goofy. Um. Right. I. I I sort of I sort of liked the kid. I mean, even though it was definitely like, you know, the uh, I they, they had like the, the the black parents and they were both like model people. Right. <laughs> so that's true. I don't think that they were real at all. But uh, yeah, if 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 my kid stabs me in the hand with a fork. Listen, if my kid tells me no when I tell him something out in public in front of somebody else, I'm about to lose my effing mind. So right. if my kid stabs me in the hand with a fork, a belt in the ass <laughs> is about the least of his worries. Yeah. <laughs> right. We well, you know that all. And, the, that all and the mom away. is like, oh, no, wait, I thought you were getting help right. for this. And I was like, help for this. I'm yeah. about to rip that motherfucker's head off. You know what, gentlemen? That all comes down to that fucking battle that we all fight every fucking day with mom trying to mollycoddle all the kids and we're trying to make something <laughs> out of them. Am I right? Oh, clear, clearly yeah. you haven't met my wife. She's like a military drill instructor. Oh, no shit. Oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, she's the one yelling at me to quit, to quit being a pussy about stuff. <laughs> well... I was ready to whoop that kid's ass, and I agree. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got a couple of kids of my own, so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really liked it, man. It was it was definitely a little bit cheesy, uh, but it was fun to watch. I loved the. Uh, uh, Do we get into spoilers? Yeah, why not? I mean, this okay, is, uh, why not? Yeah, this is we said it at the beginning. You know, it's a uh, spoiler spoiler episode. I loved the Claws versus Krampus, you yes. know, yeah. Tyson versus Holyfield, Mayweather <laughs> versus not just you know, yeah. not just regular Krampus, steroid muscled up Krampus. Wow. That guy's sure. been doing some Bad bicep dude. curls, my friends. Right. Yes, definitely <laughs> against like. Santa looked like, Santa looked like a fucking <laughs> like, in there, huh? Look, yeah, dude, no I like. I thought that. But yeah. But still, he's Santa. He's like, look, I like drinking milk and cookies, man. Uh, I'm not ready to fight this steroided-ass motherfucker. Right. 
but uh it, but it was cool man they they had this whole like battle royale at the end and then uh i loved the twist the i twist. didn't see that coming oh yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. was probably my favorite story um uh that and uh let's see man i think that's about it i i yeah I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. It was definitely cheesy and stupid, but it was fun. The, yeah. Like, the whole thing was fun. And I know that they say anthology on this, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't seem like an anthology because all of the stories are happening all at the same time, and they do a really good job of uh, kind of intertwining all of them. Even though they don't really uh, bond with each other, Mm-hmm. Um, they're telling them all at the same time, and so it doesn't seem like separate stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that Pulp Fiction analogy you made, Darian. That that makes sense. That's the kind of kind of storytelling yeah. it was for sure. And that that's better than I think just a straight anthology. You know, one story and then it ends and then another. You know, it's pretty cool yeah, the way they no, did I agree. that. <laughs> What'd you think, Brian? Oh, I love this. Um, this was probably, I don't know how long this was sitting in my Netflix queue, and I just right. never got to it. But now I'm definitely going to watch this every Christmas. Um, oh, yeah? Definitely my favorite was the Santa versus Krampus storyline because I thought Santa was fucking badass. I mean, <laughs> he kills another elf with the head, with the decapitated head of another elf. And he, right? Yeah. That was and he, awesome. He has no problem with snapping uh, uh, Mrs. Claus's neck. You know, she's infected. She's got to go. This bitch and, uh, is a Mrs. Claus zombie. We need to kill her ass. Um, I also did like the, the other Krampus story. Um, just for the fact that that little kid was a, a little that that little shit right there for <laughs> breaking the, the one, yeah right. but mostly that kid faces. mostly sure. that kid i was, well, yeah, I was waiting was for him to get it absolutely yeah i was waiting for and i i liked a little twist at the end uh with with the daughter um yeah i thought that was pretty cool i gotta say that whole family i was like all right you all kind of deserve to die anyway so yeah <laughs> um like I said, my least favorite was definitely the the teenagers in the basement. I didn't I didn't understand what was going on. Um, they kept bringing up the principal. You know, why is he here? Why is he here? Why you know? Mm-hmm. And then that that nothing ever came of that. So yeah, I was did, a little. Yeah, did you ever even see the principal? Uh, just before they went down into the basement, he he was walking from the upstairs, and then that was it. And I didn't see that part. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was. But overall, but overall, um, like you guys said, the the way the stories like intertwine with each other, I like that you know Pulp Fiction style, and it was just it's fun. It's a fun holiday horror movie. It's not you know it's not scary or nothing. Um, it's a it's a little gory, especially with the you know I'll, I'll be damned if they say no elves were harmed in this movie because right. <laughs> they're getting chopped up left and right. That was the um, gory part. That was the that was the funnest part of this whole goddamn thing, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I did not see that twist coming. Yeah, I didn't no. either. Yeah. Um, so I will definitely be adding this to the rotation. This was probably uh, the most fun out of the three movies we're talking about tonight. Yeah, I, 
I def I definitely didn't expect to have this much fun watching it, and I and I love the way they they even tied it together with uh, the weatherman and the in the radio station with Dangerous Dan there, and the way they they wrapped that up at the end of the movie, I thought was pretty clever. But mm-hmm. um, man, I gotta you know okay, I've already I've already admitted it, Darian. You know I'm a Trekkie now, so uh, I do. <laughs> you, You've been you outed. Gotta, you gotta know I lo- I, I loved watching uh, <laughs> watching. Captain Kirk in there playing Dangerous Dan. But I swear to God, he was really drinking, wasn't he? Do you guys agree with me? I mean, oh, I'm yep. sure he was, but he was amazing. I Yeah, I forgot to mention him. He was kind of awesome. And it was – I think I kind of have to watch it again to appreciate the, the things that he was saying because um, he was talking about it as if it had already happened. And you didn't know the things that had happened while you're watching the movie. Sure. So I think if if you go back and watch it, you're probably going to find some some new things that he says that are that are funny. You know. So how does he tie into this? Is he the dad of the two kids that were originally killed in the basement? Because he has that Christmas card, and it's got a picture of the family on ah, the one that's out driving in the I woods. I didn't even uh, I didn't even catch that, man. Oh, yeah, I think so. I, I felt like he was just reporting the uh, the things that had happened, and yeah, uh, he does. But at one point, he grabs a, Chris, a Christmas card off the uh, the back shelf, and if you look at the picture just before he right. opens it, it's the family that's driving around uh, dealing with Krampus. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's like somehow tied to them, or if there's some be, other man. connection. Seem like I, had, I guess so. I don't. I don't know, man. They they tied it all together. You're, you you guys are right. I mean, it bears why as much as I as much as I never thought I'd say this about this movie, but there's a lot going on. It's it's actually pretty well tied together. Yeah, I'm I really. Agree. I was really surprised. I was expecting this to be a piece of shit, guys. I got to tell you, Darren, <laughs> when you recommended this one, I was like, oh fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> Give it a shot, man. But uh, no, I like. Right it. on. Am I uh, am I am I am I too much of a dirty old man here to say that I was kind of getting turned on by the by the chick in the in, in the basement scene there? Yeah, you're a dirty old man. But but seriously, man, the first guy when she starts uh, you know trying to get him, he's like, oh, it's never going to happen. I've got a girlfriend, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, and you guys are here in this basement. What the fuck yeah. does that have to do right. with anything? No, it's 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 going down, dude. If I'm locked in a basement and she's coming at me like that, yeah, yeah, That's what I can do really at that point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, what what is your uh, what, what's your defense against that? There's no defense against the dark arts on that. Nope. No. <laughs> yeah, fun fun movie, guys. I man, I'm glad I'm glad you guys picked this one for sure. Definitely enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Cool. All right. Uh, we ready for scores? Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> I think this one for me is going to get a solid nine. I can't oh, really. Nice. Yeah. Ooh. I I would like to see some nudity in there, but other than right. that, I don't really well, have any complaints. <laughs> almost. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm going to give this one a nine. Pretty solid uh, holiday horror flick. Yeah. Damn solid. Almost is not quite there. It's true. <laughs> no, I'll give it a. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it an eight, man. I uh, I really liked it. Nice. It was uh, it was fun. It was stupid, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a Christmas horror story. It it, it is exactly what it says it is, and uh, it, it it delivers every step of the way. 
Yeah, no, no false advertising there, huh? Yeah, Mm-mm. yeah. And uh, look, listen, zombie elves, dude. That whole storyline was so kick ass. I I would watch a spinoff movie on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bri- uh, Brian. Who's next? Me or you? I can't remember. Can't remember uh, who went next? I can go next. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Fuck. Um, yeah, uh, for the most part, I enjoyed, uh, except for the, the the kids in the basement store. I enjoyed all the stories, you know, Viking mm-hmm. Santa, muscled up Krampus, zombie elves. You know, it was just a fun, fun Christmas movie, uh, Christmas horror movie, and uh, yeah, eight and a half. Cool. All right. Well, I guess I'm the the low man on the on the totem pole on this one, but I still I still give it a strong seven. I mean, the two really really great movies this week, guys. Um, Excellent, uh, excellent Christmas horror all the way around. Strong seven for me. So yeah. safe, safe to say, we all highly recommend people watch it. It's uh, it's available on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, before we head out, Darian, again, you know, we really want to thank you for uh, for coming on, man. Absolutely, I'll be on as often as you'll have me. Well, tell us everything that's going on. How how can our listeners find you, the ones that don't already listen listen to your show? Because I suspect a few do. But uh, where are you guys at? You got a you got a Facebook uh, discussion group and everything, right? Oh yeah, we got the whole thing. Uh, bumper stickers, coffee mugs, whatever you need. Uh, PaddedRoomPodcast.com is where you want to go. That's where you'll find the entire network of Padded Room shows. That's us. We come out every week on Tuesday nights. You also have Horror for Dummies, our cohorts out of Australia, and Cake Wolf's Happy Hour, our East Coast group. Cool. I have a quick question. Sure. Do you have a coffee mug that says the Tom Cruise of horror podcasting? I will make that. And I will put that out there because I am the Tom Cruise of horror podcasting. Oh, I don't care man. if anybody likes it or not. Yeah, just don't make another mummy, buddy. Oh, man. I easily. <laughs> oh, and you, you also have a YouTube channel, don't you? I do. We do f- fucking ridiculous food channels up there. It almost killed one of my co-hosts. Uh, no, food channels. Oh, yeah. We, p- people send us the, the most random, like, uh, Reaper peppers, we ate those. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's bad business, man. But uh, people love watching us watch. suffer, so we do it, and we film it, and we put it on YouTube so you guys can enjoy it. All right, yeah, I think it's safe to say any anybody who enjoys this show is going to enjoy yours. Um, you guys do, like we said, we talked about Terror Dome, but you also do a, a Educating Miss Monica segment. What's that all about? Uh, she basically uh, takes on the identity of a horror film, drops clues to who she may or may not be. We try to guess it. I've gotten pretty good at it because she is a crazy bitch. And what she does, she likes to throw out clues to movies that are very similar to the one that she is. Mm-hmm. But I think I've got her nailed down because I figured out how she thinks in a weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've guessed a lot of them lately, I've noticed. I do. And sometimes I just act like I, I guessed it. And then she's like, oh, fuck, how did you know I was... Uh, creep show too, and I was like, "Oh, so you're creep show too, huh?" Hmm. <laughs> That's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah, old Chief Woodenhead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right, cool. Well, uh, as always, guys, we want to thank you all for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, as Philip would tell you, we love to hear your feedback and ideas. You can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. Uh, look for us on iTunes. Uh, if you like what you hear, give us a rate us and review. We really appreciate it. 
Um, next week, we're going to check out the uh, this one I'm, I've been looking forward to. The, uh, the new Guillermo del Toro film, The Shape of Water. Nice. Uh, and we're also going to check out 1954's Creature from the Black Lagoon. So, Brian. iTunes, the- iTunes, iTunes, <laughs> iTunes. I, I'm just trying to, you know, subconsciously. All right. Continue, All right, Brian. man. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> uh, until the horror returns again. Good night. And happy fucking holidays. <laughs> Merry goddamn Christmas. <laughs> Darren, you want to throw one in there? Listen to more podcasts, goddammit. Fucking A.